Hey everybody, it's Grandpa Bill, and I want to tell you about Super Seniors because we are. Welcome to Super Seniors Workouts for Geriatrics, aka Silver Streakers. Grandpa Bill discusses all topics to promote good health and wealth, but we like to think that there's perhaps pearls of wisdom for kids from one to ninety-two. All things regarding protecting we seniors, but we citizens around the world. Goodwill ambassadors, and of course yourself, you listeners, are a major piece to our puzzle to continue to promote good health for all animals, their people, plants on this planet. And it is with like-minded intuitives such as yourselves that we accomplish that mission. That we all will continue to enhance the rejuvenation of all communities. So let's blow our minds as we continue to grow together. And now let's get to today's episode. Welcome, one and all, and thanks for joining us, and thanks for continuing to do so. Today we'll be here for about 30 minutes. We're taking a look at procrastination, life, and business in the world, especially now. Moving forward, is it productive and/or destructive? And where is the Mason-Dixon line, if you will, to determine that? Because it's something that I've been thinking about for a really long time, being an empath and a procrastinator, procrastinator by nature, and kind of by desire and intent, it's something that's on my mind constantly. And of course, now more so perhaps than ever, it's obviously something that's on all of our minds. Procrastination. There's productive procrastination, which is when you consciously, perhaps, take a break from something because you need to clear your mind in life or in business or both. And there's destructive procrastination, and that's what. Try to focus on today, helping us all determine how do we get to continually self-assess and take the break from life and in business with profound life and financial stress issues. Always on your family, my family, your community, our community. Always, perhaps, worried about it. To what degree are you, or are you best dealing with it through friends, community, family, and then all the 
personal things that happen in life along the way. Maybe that's something that's on your mind. So here we all are in day-to-day life. We get this thing that's on our mind or minds collectively that we can carry around like an 800-pound gorilla or really heavy backpack or something. I, those of you that do join the show each and every day. Welcome, one and all. By the way, invited or ubiquitous audience. You've heard me say about Jacob Marley in life, man, business partner in life, chain and round the neck. All the analogies of life. You're thinking about it at all times, but especially at this time, maybe. So procrastination. The good, the bad, the ugly. Procrastination, productive and destructive. We'll take a look at it for about 30 minutes. We'll come back after this 10-second break. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. Let's continue taking a look at procrastination. Be it productive. Destructive. I want to first start out by liking you poetry and quotes of the day. Type of thing I do them daily here at the shows and on my social media. Today's Louisa May Alcott. It takes people a long time to learn the difference between talent and genius, especially ambitious young men. Procrastinators like myself. What to do is to put something seemingly urgent, but realistically not that important, at the top of our so-called to-do list that we've talked about before. Part of the conditioning of many things we've been brainwashed with over the years. Conditioning. How to do things? I'll get back to that point later on how to actually, on a mentor moment, is task track part of the magnetic memory method. Thanks to Dr. Anthony Mativier, that I'm taking for my own brain health that I'm trying to <clears throat> insert into these deep thoughts, not by Jack Handy. Basic idea is that instead of turning to time-wasting activities, be them online or otherwise, when you don't want to work on whatever your top priority is, and only you can answer that. Getting back to whether it's life or business or 
when we do the business shows, if the marketing opportunities are for you or your cup of tea, it goes way beyond that. We'll try to elaborate on that a little bit more in a moment before we go to the next break. But it's about recognizing whatever your list is, so that you tackle a smaller task, if you will, when you are procrastinating. So within the demographics and dynamics of your house, your main street, your hometown, your city, your state, your region, your country, this is about the world populace now. Food for the mind, the body, and the soul. That's what I continue to talk about daily. So let's take another ten-second break, and we'll talk a little bit more about procrastination. How it can be a very good thing, tortoise in the air. So we'll get to all of that. But we come right back. Thanks for being with us today. And be it on the twenty-second here domestically, it is indeed George Washington's birthday. Happy birthday to you. <clears throat> a founding father, president, a real president. <clears throat> And we'll continue when we come right back. Thanks for joining us. Okay, welcome back, and let's continue taking a deeper look at procrastination and when it's good, when it's bad, when it's ugly. What gets us to certain points of procrastination, and what's your connotation? As it fits into your dynamic and demographics of your life, the implication <clears throat> can be that completing a task at the last second, whatever the task is in your jobs, your life, your endeavors, your involvement with your children, take it to all levels, school, the world as it turns or burns forward. Moving on its axis, moving forward. A little bit of being doomed to stress, chaos, maybe even total failure if things didn't necessarily come together as planned in your individual and in our collective lives. Main Street, Portland, Maine. Main Street, USA. Main Street around the world. Is it possible that procrastination may actually be an efficient strategy for some within the populace of the humanoid populace? Of course, <clears throat> some individuals are happier when completing a task rapidly or immediately, or because they derive some sort of satisfaction from completing the task. Some. 
you know, with all the personalities, and I don't do psychology, and I'm not a dime store psych, and that's not where I want to go with this. But it is psychology. It's human psychology. So. Non-procrastinators, procrastinators. I'll leave that to the pros. <clears throat> In contrast, procrastinators don't experience, perhaps, relief in the same way. Some say they're perfectionists, and mm, mm, you know, that's broad basing, broad, broad brushing. But it certainly are those that are perfectionists. As soon as the task has been completed, sometimes they feel relieved and are able to easily let it go. I guess those are non-procrastinators or seasoned life <laughs> veterans, perhaps. Your choice. But in contrast, procrastinators don't experience that relief in the same way, perhaps. If they are indeed perfectionists, okay, you say potato, I say potato, I may say neither, <laughs> whatever. <clears throat> Because of the struggle that they feel once they've achieved closure through whatever it is, if it is indeed a deadline, a self-inflicted one. My earlier point: we all have labels, to-do lists, or whatever, but many of them are old conditionings, which is what we also talk about. Accountability for your tasks, tracking your tasks daily. Whatever you do, how you doing? How you doing within whatever your tasks are? Kind of, sort of a stretch on New Year's resolutions type of philosophy, sort of. <clears throat> But whatever the struggle, you may only feel satisfied once you've achieved some kind of closure. Through meeting whatever your deadline is, if indeed you have one, work and/or life or both. So, if indeed a project is physically due, work-related, personal, whatever, 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 by I don't know, equate it to a work week, Friday, Saturday, you pick today, in the next five minutes, you can expect it to take about. In reality, at least probably a day to two to complete anything. When you're working on something that's a so-called project in your life, in your business, both. To try to meet some sort of a deadline. In reality, of the working world and that world, and where's reality in that world? <clears throat> So rather than starting it sooner, you're still worrying about it for just as long. Procrastinators also work more efficiently sometimes under pressure. Therefore, they tend to get more done under, in less time. Perhaps it's like anything; it comes with experience, both life and longevity of chronology. But you don't have to be Methuselah. It's a good lesson for. Kids from one to ninety-two. So, if a project is due, whatever day it is, school-related, whatever, fit it into your life in this example. However young or old you are, you may wonder why you didn't begin the project even faster to get it done faster. 
then you're a procrastination, a, a procrastinator about the procrastination, about the procrastination, perhaps. Welcome to being naturally a procrastinator, if that set of slippers fits you. So if you were to begin on a Monday with a Friday due date, if you will, you fill in whatever works for yourself. I'm just using this as a template off the top of my head. So if you begin work, just equate it to a typical work week. I guess Monday through Friday. Let's try that. You can still stretch it out, finish it the last minute. <clears throat> Those of you, both of my hands are raised. That may have done that in your college endeavors. Like, oh my God, I have a term paper, three, three finals, and a project due tomorrow, and、um, proverbially crash course the night before, type of thing. So procrastinators work more efficiently under time pressure. Therefore, they tend to get more done under less time, perhaps. And you wonder. Again, all those variables. Why didn't I begin it sooner? So you can get to be the proverbial rat in the maze, self-induced and self-tweaking, self-motivating, self-deprecating, and all of the above. Part of the human equation. So we know that procrastination can actually work more effectively and fit and efficiently for some of us, depending on our style of accomplishing goals. So there may be, it should be always new perspectives individually from within because we're all different. It's within you and without you. On a new perspective on procrastination, you know, if you're generational, whichever one you are, and depending on what your educators taught you when you were, and if they are. Sometimes they taught you about not procrastinating, especially on assignments. You know, academia, academia. Get your homework, Johnny. You know, you got to do this or you got to do you know, whatever. Academia, if you relate it to that. In fact, research has shown that people who procrastinate can be highly effective. It's important to distinguish between ineffective procrastination. Which causes missed deadlines and doesn't result in work getting done in life, in business, or anything else, versus effective procrastination, in which the work happens closer to the deadline without sacrificing any quality. Ah, there's the rub. How do we do that in life, in business, and in this world as it burns moving forward on its axis? Good question. I, I'm not a sage. I'm not a guru. But I'm gonna come back, and in ten minutes or less, we're gonna wrap it up for today. We'll continue the subject. It's so multi-dimensional.、We'll、continue in upcoming shows. But what do you guys and gals think about it? And please do interact by leaving us messages at the BH Sales Anchor Radio Message. Let's take this 10-second break, and when we come back, we'll wrap it up for today. And thanks for being here. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And let's finish this up in about 10 minutes to keep it under 30 here with procrastination, destructive, constructive, 
what's your philosophies and what's our philosophies. You say yes, and I say no. I say why, or I say go, 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 <laughs> Beetle. Procrastinating effectively, not to use it, maybe structured to your advantage, or so-called active procrastination. There's many phrases that mean the same thing. If basically, if you're avoiding one thing on your so-called to-do list, you can use that time to accomplish something less imminent on the list instead. For example. <clears throat> If you are finishing, procrastinating on finishing any kind of related paperwork to whatever it's related to—a thesis, a document, a report, work, whatever—rather than using that time to look at social media, Facebook, or whatever you do, you could make several phone calls, clean the dishes, do housework, attain to whatever it is is your project, or return. Emails, correspondence, check your so-called to-do list in your daily endeavors outside of what seems to be the ultimate subject of procrastination, kernel of time in your 24-hour cycle, every day, times seven, weekly. Find ways to create external deadlines of consequences involving other people, which be, can be a good way to keep yourself accountable within the process. Create whatever deadline, time frame, whatever, by letting another person know that you'll give them something by a specific date, whatever that is, and however it retrofits into your example of what I'm trying to create here for a visual off the cuff. <clears throat> so if you're procrastinating on again whatever it is, your home, your abode, your workplace, you know. Renovations, what, 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 whatever it is, inviting someone within that circle to help motivate you to accomplish that task specifically, whatever it is, maybe before your friend arrives to do so. It's a far-fetched idea. I think you know what I'm saying. If you paint your house, have a house painting party. How's that off the cuff? Accept the strategy that works for you. Don't feel guilty for procrastinating. There's nothing inherently bad about it. It's again an old mindset that we were taught and conditioned to believe. Make procrastination a choice for yourself if it works. Call it another work way, a work style, an attribute, a motivator, a mantra, whatever fits. Work, you know. Would you talk about food for the mind? The body and the soul. So don't beat yourself up about anything. For having a different work style approach or whatever individuality, we talk a lot about that here, both in life and business. And those that are here for the workouts, for geriatrics and the nutrition and cooking in the kitchen with Grandpa, the business shows and all of that at my other podcast shows. Know when it's time to let go. Sometimes the items on your to-do list, your tasking list, or whatever. May not be that important at all. Reprioritize them, reassess them. Only you can answer those questions. Are you overpersonifying? I don't know. Are you? If you've been putting off dealing with a particular item or items for weeks or months, and there's no negative repercussions have occurred, it may be time to take it off the list entirely, perhaps, or revisit it, fine-tune it, retrofit it. It's also possible that the item needs to happen, but you're not 
person who should do it, perhaps. In which case, you could find someone to delegate that to in life, in business, more so probably in business, but within the family tree. However, those thoughts are a tool for you to plug in to this thought process. Get better at prioritizing your own tasks. One challenge for procrastinators is to decide whether a task really is urgent or can it wait. Identify the true degree of urgency for each new task as they come. Don't be overwhelmed. Easier said than done, especially in the new world. These are the challenges, <coughs> and for the legacy, the intuitives and the groups up. Procrastination is what you make of it. it. Can be a destructive force if you allow it to be, or a productive one. It's all about understanding your style and learning whichever is the right tool for your toolbox, as it fits into whatever it is that you're procrastinating about. See the cycle, the rat in the maze, if you will, called life. Procrastination is what you make of it. All right, that's the subject that, with the provocative guests that I've been blessed to start to be graced with their presence at my shows. These are the subjects broadening, broadening the scope of intuitiveness, mindfulness, and then as it extrapolates into business and rejuvenating communities, the more and more network working through goodwill ambassadorship, as it pertains to weather at the business shows, we're sharing the marketing elements of subscription-based marketing to different factions of and/or. The other intuitive groups collectively that are also trying to change ways of broken down systems to alleviate pain, suffering, food challenges, clean food, air pollution, toxicity, the planet. Those are massive numbers. So within that strata, as it pertains to my show and welcoming guests, and within their strata of what they do and how they do it and what they offer. And what they're involved in as a profession, a book, whatever their audiences, whether it pertains to business or not, please stay with me. It gives the accentuation of the opportunity to a broader audience for lots of things, because the message does and will resonate as we play it forward. Everybody knows somebody in pain, suffering, agony, discomfort, challenges. Now, oh yes, we do. Oh yes, we do. There's no way that you couldn't. So it is your neighbor, your butcher, your baker, the candlestick maker, your main street, and my main street, main streets around the world, our communities to whatever degree, your friends, your relatives, your work constituents, your former associates, your ex-college mates, whatever. We're all encompassed in the human equation, and with more exposure and broader audiences, please second-handedly. This is the advocacy program that I'll be talking more and more about. Walking arms together, the more exposure for your books, your tin cans, your <laughs> salt and pepper shakers, whatever. I mean that in jest, but I mean it truthfully. It's how we rejuvenate it all together, communally. Going to take some time. It's about your children, my children, your grandchildren, my grandchildren. We're applicable. Your aunt, your uncle, your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your good friend Joe. We grow exponentially with your help, both here at the show, and we 
we are growing. We hope to be perceived as a harbinger of good information. Will that be a universal perception? Of course not. But most of the shows have been honed down and designed now, title-wise, subject matter-wise, or what have you, that more so most people are there for a reason. God bless you. Many of you through invite, ubiquitous audience. Please pay it forward. Continue to grow. If you have interest in being a guest on my show, if you want to talk about guests that have been on the show, if you like what you've heard, what have you been suffering within the topics that we talk about? If indeed you are suffering, whatever, interact please with the polls. Whatever we're trying to do this positively and together to resonate for the universal message of what we're going to do. To combat with what is going to be a pretty bumpy ride, for the obvious reasons. So no fear. Reality and perception, and always food for the mind, the body, and the soul. Bye bye for now. May God bless. Peace, everybody.